0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video. We've got a lot of awesome stories today and our first ones by WTF these high heels for am I the jerk for embarrassing my fiance and taking my heels off at our engagement party. My fiance male 31 and I female 26 got engaged several days ago. This is relevant. He's tall and I'm in the fives category, pretty small compared to him and his family. He asked that I wear high heels at our engagement party since there was going to be photos. Although I wasn't comfortable, not a fan either, with high heels, I decided to wear them just for his sake, since he begged and pleaded, and also since he promised I would be sitting most of the time. But at the party, he had me stand for hours to welcome the guests. There were like 20 guests with him. I got so tired of standing and my feet and legs were on fire. I asked if I could sit, but his mom said I'm the fiancé and should stand next to my partner, not just sit like the party had nothing to do with me. I told my fiancé again that I was in so much pain, but he said, Suck it up, it's almost over. I had enough of it. I took my heels off and let my feet and legs cool off. He and his mom looked at me in utter confusion. Several of his family and guests saw me barefoot as well. He freaked out, asking what I was doing. His mom asked that I put my heels on, but I said that my feet were done and I couldn't do it anymore. My fiancé begged me, but I stood there till it was over like he wanted. The minute I got in the car, he flipped out, saying I embarrassed him in front of family and friends by standing there barefoot and refusing to put my heels back on, even after his mom repeatedly asked. I reminded him that he said I wouldn't be standing, but turns out it wasn't true. He argued that for someone with a height like mine that I should wear high heels more often and said I should have sucked it up for his sake. He went upstairs and turned his phone off and refused to speak to me. I had no intentions of embarrassing him and I do feel I should have sucked it up, but I think he wasn't truthful about how long I was expected to stand. Am I the jerk? I think OP definitely not the jerk in the situation. The fact of the matter is, regardless of formalities or what is deemed accepted, I feel like that whole thing is overblown and overrated. If somebody's uncomfortable, let them take those darn high heels off. Who gives a care? Would you guys take this as a serious red flag in this relationship? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Huge Assistance 9047 Am I the jerk for not paying for camp for my son's friend? I have two sons, David, 16, and Sean, 14. David has always been quiet, didn't have a lot of friends, and is a perfectionist. Sean is more laid-back, easygoing, and doesn't let anything bother him. Sean's best friend since they were little has been Frankie. About seven years ago, Frankie's father had a stroke. He was left severely disabled, and Frankie's mother Beth is now the sole earner for the family. With summer coming up and knowing things were tough for the family, my husband and I arranged to send Frankie to the same sleepaway camp that we send our sons to. Save for 2020 when the camp didn't happen, we covered Frankie's summer camp every year. David recently came out to us as gay. We of course accept and love our son, and he was very emotional. He revealed that there had been a great deal of bullying at school, and Sean and Frankie had been among the instigators. Frankie had asked David if we'd figured out that he was a slur yet, made comments about him staring at other boys in the locker room, and told him he belonged in the girls' room. When I confronted Sean, he told me it was just playing around. It wasn't serious and it was no big deal. I told him that his brother took it seriously, it was a big deal and it was unacceptable. I've taken away his video games until the end of the school year and grounded him for a month. He since apologized to his brother. I called Beth and told her what had happened. She was very dismissive. I told her that my son's sexuality was not a punchline and out of respect for his friendship with Sean to have Frankie leave David alone. Beth replied that David made himself a target by being an overly sensitive tattletale. I told her I didn't want to hear that Frankie had said another bad word about David. She said boys will be boys, they'll have to work it out, and she's not getting involved. The first deposit for camp was due this week, and I made the decision not to sponsor Frankie. I called the camp office and explained that due to the bullying on Frankie's part, I would not be paying for camp this year. Beth doesn't know that I've been sponsoring camp since Frankie was 7, as she was only told an anonymous donor covered camp for him. The only people that know are me my husband and the camp office when i told my husband what i'd done he understood why but felt badly that frankie wouldn't get to go and sean would be without his best friend at camp he pointed out that beth would have likely said something if she knew we were paying for camp but i feel that's missing the point he shouldn't act that way because it's wrong not because we pay for camp there's no way that beth can afford camp and it's likely going to affect her job to have frankie at home during the day I feel I made the right choice to protect my son, but still feel guilty. Am I the jerk? Frankly, I think OP's not the jerk, and I feel like most people who are supportive of their kids like that would do exactly the same thing, and you shouldn't feel guilty for it. I know if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to be spending my money to support and give experiences to somebody so hateful as a person like that. Our next story is from Appearance 57 Am I the jerk for not telling my friend's wife that he's my sperm donor? I'm a 30-year-old asexual woman who's currently 33 weeks pregnant with twin girls that I conceived through IVF. I've always wanted children, but never really considered them on the cards for me due to my sexuality. But now I'm in a position where I felt stable enough to bring a child into the world on my own. So I decided to go through IVF. My best friend since high school, 31-year-old male, found out about my plan. And how I was looking into finding a donor so it wouldn't be anonymous. And I could vet medical history, etc. And they offered to be the sperm donor, as at least I know his medical history and any risks there were attached. I agreed, but made it very clear he wouldn't be a parental role in the child's life. At most, he'd be an honorary uncle due to our friendship. He was happy to agree to this, and it never once occurred to me that he would offer this without running this by his wife, 31 year old female, first. As some of you will likely be worried, I used an HFEA clinic, which is a legally licensed clinic which means due to the paperwork signed when I underwent IVF, he has no legal right or obligation towards the babies, which was what both of us wanted going into this. The IVF was a success as my pregnant state proves, a little too successful perhaps as its twins. I recently took my friend and his wife out to dinner to thank them for doing this for me and to celebrate being in the third trimester but his wife was confused when I explained the reason for the dinner and then angry demanding to know why we kept this from her. I was just as shocked and asked my friend if he hadn't told his wife. He tried to explain to both of us that he hadn't thought it'd matter as he has no rights to them at all. His wife got even angrier at that part, stating she isn't comfortable with their son, 6-year-old male, having siblings that aren't really his siblings and she wants that part changed so that her husband has a legal say over the girls. I was in shock over this but said I wouldn't be doing that as I wanted to raise them alone. The three of us got into a huge argument and his wife demanded to know why I wouldn't tell her that her husband had offered this in the first place. I feel very guilty for not checking with his wife first but it honestly never occurred to me that he wouldn't have done that first So I thought if he was offering, she'd already have had to have given the okay. Am I the jerk in this? I don't know what to do. I think OP is definitely not the jerk, and I think it is beyond weird that this guy was willing to do this, went to that appointment, and, you know, gave up the material to do so, all without ever telling his wife and the mother of his child. Needless to say, it's not OP's responsibility to make sure that they check in with the wife. It would have been the person that's being the donor. They were the one that offered. This next story is from Far Nectarine 6225 Am I the jerk for not intervening when my younger brother was getting the consequences of his actions? I'm a 19 year old woman and my brother's 16, Craig. Craig goes to high school and on most days I pick him up after. Craig has never been that good with communication. He has short bouts of anger as well, which concern me a lot. I'm afraid that he's growing up into a pretty bad dude, and despite raising this issue to our parents many times, they're generally on his side. Last week on Thursday after school, I went to the normal spot to pick Craig up. I noticed a bunch of girls gathered in a mess. For the next few minutes, I heard shouting, but I didn't know what was going on. Eventually, I got out of the car to find Craig at the center. I called over and asked what they were doing, ready to break it up and the girl closest to him told me that he had called her a pretty awful slur to call a young woman. I thought about my options for a second and, knowing his problems at home, gave her a thumbs up to keep going. I went back to my car for a smoke and made sure it didn't escalate past words. Not a long time later, Craig came back and sat down in the car on the verge of tears, immediately facing the other direction. I tried to talk to him about it but when I started, he basically jumped out of the still moving car and ran across someone's yard where I couldn't follow him. Not knowing what to do, I left. I got home and when our mother asked where he was, I told her what had happened. She immediately began shrieking at me. She called into work and left to begin looking for him while I stayed home. Craig came back at about 10pm crying his eyes out. I called our mother to tell her and she came home immediately after to comfort him. The next day, our mother and father called me and told me that they wanted me to move out. I told them they weren't hearing the full story about how we called the girl a terrible slur and they said they didn't care and that I was a monster for not sticking up for my brother. They've been adamant for the past week that I should leave and Craig hasn't been to school since. Everyone is against me and my family, but they have a history of enabling Craig. Did I really do anything wrong here? I think just leaving when Craig ran out of the car is kind of a little weird, but like overall I think OP's not the jerk. I think there's ways that OP could have handled it differently. I thought they could probably intervene and break it up and pull them out of there without necessarily sticking up for what they said. But I think on the baseline level, despite everything, they're not a jerk for what they did. Do you guys agree with me or not? Let me know in the comments. Our next story is from Misfit77. Am I the jerk for making my daughter choose between her family and a trip to Spain? I'm 37 year old male. My daughter, 16 year old female, who I'll call Honey, has been taking a Spanish class for the past two years. This class takes a trip to Spain every few years and Honey's been working hard in the class and at work so she can go on this trip. Honey started to work for the trip at 14 by saving up any holiday money she got. She then got a full-time job and a part-time job at 15. Honey's been super excited about the trip, but by the time the trip came around, I told her she couldn't go because it was announced that her sister's 8-year-old female mother, my ex-wife and Honey's ex-stepmom, had cancer. Honey asked what this had to do with her, and so I told her she needed to be here for her sister and for my ex-wife. Honey got mad pretty quick, bringing up how my ex-wife used to hurt her and how it was unfair to keep her from a trip she's been working hard for. I told Honey that she still had to be there since this involves her sister and my ex-wife's family, who still considers her family. We ended up fighting, so Honey went to her mom's and refuses to talk to me, but calls every day to check in on her sister. Thinking about it now, Honey could have gone on the trip and just called her sister from Spain, but I still think it's best she's here in person. Am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk here. This isn't just something that Honey's been working hard for. They've been working years. They sacrificed so much that OP described here just to go on that trip. And although the conflicting situation is tough, it's honestly really not something that should prevent them from going on this trip. And it's nice that they'll help support their sister through this, but and I mean this in the best way possible, it's their ex-stepmother. NOP described that there was bad blood between them that happened, so to be honest, just being blunt, it doesn't really matter that much to Honey. In no way should they be prevented from going on that trip. Our next story is from Aggravating Ad 7905 Am I the jerk for wanting my unemployed girlfriend to do more chores? This has nothing to do with money. We split the rent and we share everything 50-50. I'm an engineer and my girlfriend works in healthcare one month ago her contract ended and she's been unemployed since she's already found another job but she would be able to start two months after her previous job ended that means in a month from now so for the past month she's been living her best life she's spending her mornings studying for her new job but also reading watching netflix going to the gym and for runs with her dog etc however she hasn't started contributing more to the household I mean, she still cooks and cleans every day, but she still expects me to wash the dishes and she won't pick up my clothes after I return from work. The other day, I left a bunch of my mail on the table and when I returned, it was left unopened. I asked her why she didn't look through it and she told me she's not my secretary. I've been hinting that she should be picking up more chores now that she's unemployed, but she says she's not my housekeeper, she does more than half of the chores and since my workload is not increased, I should be able to do mine. I mean, yes, I am able to do it, but I'm tired from work, and she isn't, so I expected her to step up a little, but no. She claims this is her break from working hard and other hurtful things, like she didn't go to med school to be a live-in maid, etc. So am I the jerk for expecting her to do most of the chores while she's unemployed? I'm gonna say yes, simply because the things OP listed here are like, undoubtedly things that they should just be doing regardless? The chores OP could scrum up would be picking up their clothes after they got home from work? Reading their mail? Does anybody expect anybody else to do that for them that aren't paid for it? Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for humiliating my husband in front of his co-workers when he implied that I wasn't as beautiful as the boss's wife? My husband recently got a new job at a private practice working for a cosmetic surgeon. He works on the business slash financial end of the practice. The boss's wife is genuinely one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. I do struggle with my self-esteem, so I will admit there were times I didn't want to be around her. I know that's my issue, and she's never been unkind to me, so it is something I was willing to work through because my husband's very ambitious, and networking is important to him. I've noticed the men he works with talk a lot about the boss's beautiful wife when the boss isn't around. I think it's kind of gross because 1. she isn't a piece of meat, 2. she isn't even a trophy wife, she's a doctor as well. Recently, we got invited to her 40th birthday, and two of his co-workers were at our house and making a big deal about they didn't know she was 40, she doesn't look 40. This was right in front of their wives, one of whom was pregnant. At this point, I just feel bad for the woman because all the wives hate her and talk so much crap when she hasn't even done anything just because these men are gross. Someone asked my husband if he knew she was 40. My husband said, I mean, yeah, because she graduated med school and has been practicing for like 10 years. I'm not surprised, but Kim Kardashian's also 40. So it's doable, but she's married to a plastic surgeon. Of course, she's going to be the most beautiful woman in the world. I was in shock that he called her the most beautiful woman in the world. Of course, I don't actually think I am, but isn't he supposed to think that? I clapped back that she really is gorgeous, and who knows what I would look like if he gave me half the lifestyle her husband gives her. My husband immediately got quiet and tried to laugh it off, but I knew I heard him. He's very driven by money, and though he makes good money he compares himself to men who make more, and his boss is loaded. When they left he asked me how I could humiliate him like that, and said I let my insecurities get the best of me. I'm gonna say everybody's the jerk in the situation, it just seems like a bunch of like circulating drama pettiness going around, judging people based off of how they look, making gross assumptions about people, putting people down, letting their insecurities take over, just seems all around an issue. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below, if you do so you'll never miss any of my daily videos. Each one has some awesome stories like our next one from background surf 4441 Am I the jerk for telling my classmate he was incredibly creepy? I have a classmate whom I'll call Jay. Jay's had a crush on me, we're 17 now, since we were 13. It's been 2 years and he constantly tries to talk to me, make conversation and get to know me. It's apparent he has a crush on me because he's told a couple of people and they told everyone. It's pretty embarrassing because he's not exactly the best person in the world. He was a really big weirdo back then, and now he's gotten quieter, more drawn back, and more, honestly, bad to the bone. He's also very open about his feelings now, and about how he doesn't care about them. He said as much as four months ago, Yeah, I like OP, but I don't give a freak. My feelings for her are just annoyances which I'm trying to drop. I found it super creepy that he's just open to thinking about me that way. Recently, he started going to a therapist and was talking about it with his friends. In our school, there's a really high turnover rate, if you'd call it that, so maybe three or four of the guys who were here when Jay was a weirdo are still here, and I'm the only one who truly remembers, so everyone's either okay with him or likes him because they don't know how much of a weirdo or creep he is. He began talking about his therapy, once again open and dismissive about his feelings, He mentioned, though I was not part of this convo, that the guy wanted to talk to me for a decent amount of time. At this point I just went what the freak and started screaming crying. It's so weird that some random guy who I've never spoken to knows, not just about me, but about the weird thoughts that must be inside Jay's head. I just felt violated and abused, it's so insulting and degrading. I yelled that he was a creep and that he had no right to discuss anything about me with his therapist, and demanded he never do that again. I just really don't like the concept of some random old man knowing intimate things about me, which Jay knows because A. Our families are close, and B. He's known me for a long time. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say OP is the jerk. I feel like right at the end OP opened up a big can of worms as far as maybe needing even more info. Because only at the very last sentence did they mention their families were close and that he's known OP for a long time. But overall, they're talking about something that started when they were 13, had grown up over 4 years, and is also trying to prevent them from talking about their therapy and trying to prevent them from even saying things in therapy, which defeats the whole point of going to therapy. I don't know, to me, I feel like Opie's coming off as hypersensitive to something that isn't as creepy or insane as they're trying to paint it. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Would I be the jerk if I ask for jewelry back from my ex? This was my first long-term relationship, so I was wondering if what I want to do is a big no-no in the relationship world. My long-term girlfriend and I recently broke up. We've arranged on good terms for her to come to my apartment to drop off things I left at her place and for her to pick up the things she left in mine, We've put the things to give to each other into boxes and sent a picture of what was in it, so the other person could text if they saw something missing in the box. We want the transaction to be quick and without hassle, we're both angry and don't want to stay in contact or be friends. So I sent her a picture of the box of her things, clothes, cosmetics, gifts she gave me for our anniversary, and she said it was all good then she sent a pic of her box and all my clothes and possessions were there but not the gift i gave her for our anniversary which was an expensive pair of earrings i realized that she was probably still wearing them she wore those earrings every day and probably didn't associate them with me would i be a jerk if i asked for those earrings back they were really expensive for me and i probably could sell them or give them to my mom or sister I would say that OP is a jerk if they asked for them back. It sucks that they broke up, and it sucks that OP feels essentially out on all the money that they spent on that gift, but it still was a gift? And it's just overall a really trashy thing to ask for something back just because you broke up. Let me tell you, I get it, it would be nice to have that money back, but it's so trashy and petty doing that. This next one's written by, to vent my life away. Am I the jerk for getting upset at my friend for asking me to take a paternity test? Basically me, 27, and my friend, 24, had a one-night stand. He was the first I've ever been with after my divorce of my ex-husband of 6 years. After I found out I was pregnant, we sort of just shrugged it off and started being with each other in that way a lot more frequently because it's not like you can get pregnant multiple times while already pregnant. We're not in a relationship and have agreed immediately that this would be a co-parent type situation. He knows my past situation as well. He got me pregnant during a time where I literally couldn't go anywhere and he had to visit me. Today, while at my first ultrasound, he asked me to take a paternity test because, what would you do if you were in my shoes? I got really upset. I haven't been with anyone else other than him since my 6 year relationship. Nor am I interested in meaningless hookups and he knew this from the start. His random spurts of anxiety frustrate and overwhelm me and make me extremely anxious. And it really upsets me that we're this close and he doesn't trust me and thinks I'd ever pin a baby on him that I even think the slightest could be someone else's. I told him I won't be taking a paternity test and if he really doesn't trust me that he doesn't have to be a part of the baby's life whatsoever. I gave him that option from the start. So I think OP's definitely being the jerk here. I think they're being unreasonable and unnecessarily taking the nuclear option rather than just giving them that confirmation and that reassurance that, yeah, they are the father. I think it's a completely fair thing. And as much as they want to believe you, I think it's fair that they just want that assurance. For them, they came into it as a hookup. So like, who knows? Like anything could have happened in like a week before or after when they hooked up. I think to deny him that reassurance would make you the jerk. And frankly, if you have nothing to hide, it should be no problem for you to get that test. Our next story is from AdorableCake7332, Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend to stop asking my best friend and his fiance about their engagement and life plans? I'm 25 year old male my childhood best friend 25 year old male proposed to his girlfriend 24 year old female of five years last month my girlfriend 25 year old female and I have been together for seven years but we're not engaged yet and I don't think we're ready to take that next step just yet I'm very happy for my best friend but since then, my girlfriend has not shut up about it. She complains about how people who've been together for five years moved on and got engaged sooner than us, and how I still have her waiting. You may ask why I'm not proposing. I adore my girlfriend, and I indeed see a future with her. We have a great relationship, and we have similar goals and aspirations. But I'm the kind of guy who simply wants to live in the moment. I don't want to give her a ring just for the sake of it. I want to actually do it with the most excitement and happiness possible. And I'm not in that mindset yet. I don't think any of us two are ready. I still have to finish with my degree and engagement in marriage is not something I want yet. I might change my mind anytime, though I just don't like the pressure that it has to happen. So on Sunday we were at a barbecue party and my best friend with his fiance was there. My girlfriend started asking them how they felt and what kind of life plans they have, etc. She kept asking questions to the point I felt she was being invasive. I told her that she should stop and she's making them uncomfortable. Then my friend's fiance got defensive and told me that it's fine she's asking those questions and nobody's offended besides me. I said that regardless of how they feel, my girlfriend is invasive and she's asking those questions in order to pressure me into proposing and moving in with her. Then my friend's fiance blatantly told me that if I learned how to communicate and also take into account my girlfriend's feelings, then she wouldn't have to ask those questions to feel some kind of support of comfort. My best friend agreed with his fiance and my girlfriend and they said I was being a jerk and how I owe my girlfriend an apology for my immature behavior and lack of communication. I think OP is being the jerk here. I think they have insecurities about committing, and her asking them very normal questions for the circumstances at hand are causing you to worry that maybe this is some ulterior motive thing. And frankly, if you're not ready to settle down after seven years, there probably is some kind of real issue going on. Honestly, I'm surprised that if she was that committed, that after all that time, if they wanted to be with you, that she hadn't tried to propose. This next story is from Savings Angle 2170. Am I the jerk for calling the police on my sister for stealing my rainbow baby things? I, 27-year-old female, and partner, 30-year-old male, were excited when we got pregnant last year with my daughter. Due to complications in my pregnancy at 5 months, we welcomed her into this world and said goodbye as she slipped away in my arms half an hour later. It still hurts, but we're getting help with our grief. A month later, after I lost our precious Angel, my sister got pregnant and I was happy for them. My niece is due soon and my sister approached me and said ever since COVID hit, her and her husband have been struggling financially and she can't afford a bassinet and clothes and if she could use Angel's things. I said no as I'm still not ready to let it go and I one day will but right now they serve as a comfort. My sister said she understood. We went back downstairs and I fell asleep. When I woke up, my sister was gone. I went upstairs and noticed that Angel's door was half opened and went in and all her toys and bassinet and clothes were gone. I was hysterical and rang my partner and he came home from work and helped me to calm down and then reviewed the security tape and we clearly saw my sister walking out with our baby stuff and putting it in her van and driving away. I immediately called the police and my sister was arrested after we showed evidence. She claimed I said she could take them but the audio on the camera in Angel's room said otherwise. My Angel's stuff was returned. My parents said I'd overreacted and that my sister was pregnant and she doesn't need this stress. And her husband said angels passed on and her stuff was going to waste and my niece needed it more my partner got mad and said we should go no contact with them i'm confused and hurt and wondering did i overreact i think op and their partner did not overreact people grieve in different ways and having all of this stuff having a room set up for them that is a painful and strong reminder of something that was very impactful for you and op didn't deserve to have that all trampled upon because they could use that stuff too our final story of the day is by mister upsman rupsman677 am i the jerk for not telling my wife that i donated sperm for money so i don't come from a wealthy background i grew up poor and worked like hacked to get to where i am now in my early 20s i did whatever i could to make a buck i donated plasma as often as i could for money and when i found out they would pay for sperm i did that Around this time I met my wife, she's essentially a trust fund baby. Her parents are rich and she's had access to their money her entire life and is the sole inheritor of her mom's wealth. So I never told her about this but I pretty much kept donating as often as possible for around 90 bucks a pop until I proposed. I paid for her ring with money I made through this. So we've been married for 5 years, I'm working a good job that pays well and it doesn't hurt to have her money going into the household. So last night we were at a get together and some of us started talking about the things we had to do to make money when we were at our lowest. I said that I sold blood and sperm. Everyone thought this was amusing but her. She got upset and started asking about it. I tried answering her questions but she just kept escalating leading to an embarrassing public argument. She was upset that when we have kids, she's not going to be the only woman I've had kids with. I tried to argue that the kids that were cooked up with my baby batter don't even know I exist. She still saw this as a betrayal of trust. We were same to excuse ourselves to continue this in our car. She asked when I last donated, and I told her sometime before I proposed. She was disgusted by this and kept using the phrase, got other women pregnant. I accused her of being jealous for no reason. She told me that I'd lied to her for years, and now she's barely talking to me. Am I the jerk? You would not be the jerk if she had this argument and you had stopped before you got together, but the fact that you kept doing it while you were together and never told her and dropped this bombshell on her like that, you are the jerk pretty clearly. And frankly, they may never know they exist, but nowadays with people doing stuff like Ancestry or 23andMe, it's becoming super common to bump into relatives that you didn't know you had. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today.